Well, there's something I want to bring up. Okay, what? Because I live in I live in St. George. Fun to you. I live in St. George, and uh, in our news the last week, there's been a little bit of a controversy. There is a a brand new park in Washington City, and I an heard old, about this. Yeah, there's an old trail that's been there for years that goes down to the Virgin River, and it goes uh-huh. through a little canyon. It's really cool, and it's called Hellhole Canyon. So it's always okay. been called the Hellhole Trail. But they recently put a new park there. It's really a really popular park because they have like a ninja course and they have this 40 yard dash that's timed. Like there's a actual timer and you hit it and it times you, which I was really impressed to say that my 40 yard dash was under, it was five something, (laughs) which at my old age was incredible. Anyway, so there's this new park there. So the controversy is they, the park is called, I don't remember what the park is called. It's something park at Hellhole Trail. Uh-huh. And some people were upset or feel like that name needs to be changed because there's kids there that can see it or it doesn't give a oh. good, it doesn't give a good impression of the community. Right. Which my thoughts on that are, I think it's an awesome view of the community because it looks like what hell. Is this? It, it, I mean, there's history behind it because if you think back before there was air conditioning and you were standing up there on top of the canyon looking down, like you, it, it's a, it's a steep canyon. So you're looking down and it's really stark and cliffs and there's not much that grows there. If you were a settler, you probably would say You'd be it's like, a hellhole. It's a hellhole. But I like the history. It's kind of cool. I'm with you on that. And trust me, if I want to keep a name, that name is worth keeping because I'm the one person that wants to change the name of everything. I get it. I want to change the name of Dixie State. I think it's a goofy name. It kind of is. I'm not offended by it. That was another controversy a couple of years ago. Oh, people yeah. were offended by the name Dixie. I don't think it's offensive. I just think it's kind of it's weird. Kind of a, this yeah. isn't Dixie. Like Dixie to me is the South. Right. And I, you know, it, it's Utah's Dixie and there's a kind of cool history, but it's a nickname. I think yeah. it's kind of weird to have your university named after your local nickname. <laughs> yeah. I mean, It'd yeah. It'd be like having a college in Colorado called potland university or something i don't know well that probably wouldn't or if you think of the area like around carbon (laughs) county which is coal mining maybe if someone decided to oh that reminds me of appalachia and they decided (laughs) to call carbon county utah's appalachia and then they decided to put a university there and call it appalachian 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 or appalachian Appalachian. state that would be weird yeah and not just because there's already a school with that name but you'd be like oh that that's a school in West Virginia or something. Oh, no, it's in Utah. That's yeah. how I feel about Dixie State. Not I got a, it. Not a bad name, just kind of a misplaced. It's just, yeah. It's anyway, just I want to change the name of everything. That's you just, that's your thing. You're just my like, thing. I look I, at names and think no. that name should be changed. Like, I think the Jazz should change their name. Oh, uh, the Jazz is a stupid name. I think it's a stupid name for a, I know you, it started out in New Orleans. You bring that topic up online and you will get trashed oh i'm get sure ripped to shreds of how dare you change the name it's our name yeah people well, feel like if you change the name of the jazz it's gonna just erase their whole existence at this point it might it's okay <laughs> it's okay it actually will well so yeah i forgot what we were talking about oh yeah hellhole Hell- it's a cool name yeah it is but i just read i think yesterday that they've resolved to they decided they had a split vote I'm like, oh, we're just going to keep the name. So I'm I'm happy. I'm with you on that. Our so- other sponsor for this show is Jody Wilkinson, downtown. 
No, it's not. If Jody Wilkinson wants to sponsor, well, he can pay us. Yeah. If you need a car, go to Jody Wilkinson. Downtown. <laughs> Downtown. The Shane Company. Oh, I saw a Shane. I heard a Shane Company commercial on the way up. I'm surprised that's still around. That's where we got our ring. Shane Company. My ring. My diamond is my mom's. We're in the diamond business. Is that you know, Shane Company? Yeah. And you know what's weird to me about the Shane Company? I always thought it was a Utah-based thing. No, they're a national. No, because you see now that we're online, now that we have the interwebs, uh-huh. people post memes about the Shane Company all over the place. Like, you're not from Oregon unless well, you've heard this commercial. And I Yeah, and I always thought it was just a local place because, you know. It, brilliant marketing. Well, it is because, like, we know the address. We know when they're open, when they're closed. It's kind of a kind of genius, really. So now that they're not, you know, they're not a local company. Do you want to take your ring back? Mm, I actually want to get it unsoldered. I I had my ring and my my wedding ring, and then my you lied band. to me, Tom Shane. <laughs> you lied to me. But take this ring they back. They they I had them solder it. And now I don't want it soldered anymore. So I'm going to take it. There's a local place here in Bountiful that's owned by um, a family that I grew up nearby. It's called Fidel's Jewelry. And it's kind of a small little shop, but they do a decent job. So I'm going to take it back. I, my ring is very Was special. Fidel the name of the mouse from American Tale? That's Fievel. Fievel. Oh, that's right. But yeah, so no, the my ring though, the diamond in it was my mother's and she left it to me when she died. So I wanted to use that diamond in my wedding ring. So, and Curtis picked out the setting and he did a really good job actually. Just like Fievel. And what was the girl's mouse name? I don't remember. Did they get reunited at the end? I don't know. How come I don't remember that movie? Because it's a sad movie. Like, it's about, like, if you, oh my gosh, we should watch it again. You know why? Because it, it's about immigration. Like, it has very modern day, like, yeah. Very socially aware cartoon. It was woke. It was woke before woke was a thing. Yeah, I still don't know if I'm using that term right whenever I do use it. So, anyway, so for our first couple podcasts, we decided that, we would interview each other. Jake interviewed me last week. And so... Feels just like 10 minutes ago. It was a quick it week. It does. It seems like just a minute ago. But... So I'm going to interview Jake today. You haven't prepped me with any of these questions, so... I'm no, these, little, are, little these are questions that he has no idea. That are... It's true. Okay. How do you feel about garden gnomes? I don't. But do if you I have were, an opinion on garden If gnomes? I were to start with an opinion on garden gnomes, actually, I might think they were kind of cool because they would remind me of a couple things. One, isn't that the travelocity thing? Yeah. Which means travel. And I really enjoy traveling. I mean, I have been to, sure. I've been to every state. All 50 of them. I know. That's and I've awesome. been to all, I was going to count how many continents I've been yeah, to. Yeah, you've but been I to all of them. No, you haven't been to Australia. Or Antarctica. That's true. So, however many, five. Is Australia a continent or is it an island? It's both. So, because there's been some argument that I've seen and I can't remember. Australia is the largest island 
in the Oceania or whatever you call it is the continent, oh, which okay. it's not just Australia. Gotcha. So anyway, garden gnomes remind me of travel. They also remind me there's this cool place in Chat. It's near Chattanooga, Tennessee, mm-hmm. called City of Rocks, mm-hmm. where they have it's a real tourist trap. But you walk around. There's a little cave that you can go through, and the one of the caves, they have all of these gnomes. Like whoever owned that was obsessed with gnomes. So when I think of gnomes, I think of uh, City of Rocks. The City of Rocks in Chattanooga, which Chattanooga is a really cool place. You ever get? If you ever want to go some off the wall, like Curtis, you need a travel, you... like a travel suggestion of somewhere that is kind of off of the tourist route, but yeah, is really cool. I would go to Chattanooga. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's like an what hour. I wouldn't think about just. It's an hour or two from Atlanta. Yeah. Oh. We have rivers. It's really pretty there. People from Tennessee are the second huh. nicest people in the country. Really? Behind, yeah. They might be the nicest people. Who, where Sorry, do you, Utah. who do you think's the nicest? I was going to say Utah since that's our. I think it is. Sh- I think I read that somewhere. But I would say people from Tennessee are a little bit nicer. Are a little nicer. Yeah. Southern hospitality and whatnot. Yep. Okay. Well, since we're talking about favorite places, where is your favorite international destination? Costa Rica, without a doubt. Really? Oh, yeah. I've been there twice. I didn't know that. Oh, I sound like Trump when I talk. Been there twice. Twice. Um, and while we're still on the same subject of travel type thing, if you could get rid of one state in the United States, which one would it be? S- would it still exist in some form, like it wouldn't be a part of the United yeah, States, or would it just one. vanquish into just thin wanna, air? If you just want it to poof out of thin air, or you can, you know, it, you can say that Mexico can own it, or like give it to Sweden or something. Because that would that would change my answer. Well, give us both. Okay, I feel like there could be a political component to that if you could just move a state and have it be part of a different country that'd be awesome peace out texas that's who you want right that's what you would get rid of i think texas should be their own country well it's big it is and they're and they want to they're very proud of the one thing i don't like about texas is that people from texas always have to tell you that they're from texas it's kind of like somebody that's doing keto or crossfit or a vegan we're so tough I'm from Texas. We're tough. Tough. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, so Texas would be your answer. Well, if it's going to vanquish into thin air, because there's stuff in Texas I like. I actually climbed the highest peak in Texas a couple months ago. Oh, yeah. Called Guadalupe Peak. Yeah, it's actually, you'd think it was a freeway overpass, a weird voice in the distance. But it was, I mean, it wasn't real high, but it's on the border of New Mexico. So it is kind of mountainous. It was a pretty strenuous hike. It took me a few hours, a couple hours to get up there. But oh. yeah, Texas, I think, it's kind of like the people. I like Texas. Okay. I was so just being if funny. it was going like, to just poof. Poof. I would probably want to be practical about that answer. And what's the state that produces the least value? I would say Montana. Montana has great scenery. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking more like. Nebraska. Uh, see, I like Nebraska. I don't. I, I think Nebraska has interesting history. Yeah, I just drove across it when I moved cross country. Like and North Dakota, maybe. 
See, North Dakota has oil. We can use that. Yeah, okay. I'm just thinking of poofing things. So for me, if I were to poof somewhere, I think it would be like, that is a hard question, isn't it? West Virginia. Ooh, no. West Virginia is very, very beautiful. Yeah, but yeah, there's some pretty shape. Let's just talk about sections of states that we would want to poof. Yeah, anyway. All right, moving on. What did you do on your first date? How old were you? On, on my first date? date? Yeah, ever. That I ever went? Oh, man. Do I remember that? It would have been high school. Yeah. So it would have been a high school dance for sure. What was, did you ask or did you get asked? I'm trying to recall. I think it was Sadie Hawkins. Ah. So I would have been asked. Yeah. And that's where you get the matching. Yeah. The outfit. Shirts. Yeah. High school's a bit of a blur. Yeah. I get it. And I, I could be wrong. It. I think I went to homecoming first, actually. And what did you do? I don't know. <laughs> okay. On I've the repressed subject, a lot of high on school. On the subject of dating, have you ever gone out or dated anyone that's Utah famous? No. Okay. <laughs> this is awesome. Have you ever dated anyone famous outside of Utah? What do we, well, let's define date. Because I made out with a female professional professional snowboarder once. I don't oh, want to say her name because cool. she yeah. was married at the time. Well, no. I, oh, I, oh, Jake. No, I mean, <laughs> I've, I myself have made out with some local celebrities, so. Yeah. So. What, may, what we, made you want to be friends with me? Well, we have to do a little a little backstory to explain where we met. Oh, uh, yes. Because we met on AOL. <laughs> AOL. America Online. Back in the day. It was the Utah, was it Utah chat room? Yeah, there was a Utah, ta- it was ta- Utah Town Square. I think anyone below 30 would have no clue what we're yeah. talking oh, about. Oh, no, absolutely not. So to explain, America Online was in the early days of the internet. That's how like you used. the first form of social media. Right, you used the internet. It logged on, but it wasn't the World Wide Web. It was no. its own little thing. And yeah. pretty much we all just used it for chat rooms and messaging and, and fun stuff like that. And yeah. it went through your phone line. Mm-hmm. So you had to dial up the phone line and it went... Yeah, like made noises like that, and then it tied up your phone line, and then your mom would pick up the phone and (laughs) hear that that the line was busy and in use, and then yell at you and get off. You're spending too much time on the interwebs. And they would charge you. Remember the early days of AOL? They would charge you for the minutes you used. I remember I gave my dad a like a five hundred dollar AOL bill one month because I was on it all the time. Oh, see, I would always just find this the newer CDs and just keep reloading them. Oh, that's right. So they would send you these CDs. Yeah. They were all over the place. In fact, I made a lamp. I made a <laughs> lamp out of old AOL CDs because I had so many of them. I bet that you could I sell I still that. have it. It's pretty cool. But anyway, yeah, they you could use these do these free trials, but you had to have a different yeah. credit card every time, but do a free month or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, so there was a Utah chat room, and I don't remember how we interact on that, but we met, and then, and then we just started You had a little profile, out. too. You'd, there was like a... 
profile you would make for your username. Right. And so you could look at that for people and see if they were funny because you had to put a favorite quote and your hobbies or something like that. Yeah. So I think we became friends because we had very similar sense of humor. Yeah, we are. We we have the ability to make each other laugh. I think so. Yeah. So that's probably, yeah, I would agree. That's what has kept our friendship going for like almost 20 years. I kind of miss AOL. Those chat rooms were cool because you could meet people off of them, like legit normal people. Yeah, but the thing is, though, like I remember it was so like the early days of that. It was like dangerous. People would warn you not to meet people. And now we're just like. We have Uber. We never use, get into a stranger's car. Never use your real internet. name on the internet. Oh, yeah. And then Facebook came out and it's like, you yeah. have to use your real name. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of crazy that like Facebook actually is what changed it, I think, for really social media. But yeah, that it's interesting. It's good times. You would enter a chat room and then you would say something. Remember that? Yeah. Like your age slash. Age age slash gender sex slash location or something yeah asl so we'd be we'd be on there we'd be like 19 m slc yeah and then people would be like oh wow i want to what's up i'm a 19 f from how old were we were 20 we were over 21 i feel like i was 18 but i I think it was like early 20s yeah i think well we had to have been 21 when we met Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, we've known each other just about 20 years. Maybe not quite, but close. Good, good times. Yeah, Thank you, America so, Online. Yeah. Sorry you died. Yeah, it's really sad. Um, all right. So, I, having known you for as long as I've known you, know that you can sing when you're, you're like, you... You imitate. Neil Diamond is a good one that you do. I've heard you do very many imitations. So could you sing me a song that best describes you? The best describes me? Well, that involves, do I have to sing it in, in a, I'm not a good singer at all. You don't have to sing it, I, I guess. I can do impressions. If there's a song a title singer. that describes you, maybe. Let's, let's do that. Man, these questions are tough. All right, I'll have to think about that one too. Okay. Um, where, what is? Um, oh, I know. I know. Answer. Ask me the the other one. Interesting one again. Okay. What surprise people if they knew me? Okay. But it it definitely is surprising. But I've been to North Korea and had a North Korean soldier get aggressive with me. Yeah, that is terrifying. Yeah. And how did, I mean, were you scared Should for I explain your life? the story? Yeah, do, because it's an interesting story. It actually is. So there's this area of uh, North Korea called Kumkansan, and, which means Diamond Mountain. It's a very beautiful area. It's a tourist area. It's pretty close to the DMZ in South Korea. So for a long time, they had this agreement where they would do tours. You would start in the south, drive across the DMZ, and then go into actual North Korea and kind of stay. They built this little resort there, and the, it's a national park. So I lived in Korea. I was an English teacher over in Korea, and I went up there for a weekend. Um, I was actually homeless and unemployed, 
at the yeah. time. But that's, that's a different that's, that's a, a different totally story. Different story that will take hours to yeah. explain. Well, I we'll should write a book about there. that one. You really should, honestly. Yeah, ABC News talked to me about that one. That was cool. <laughs> Anywho, so I'm in North Korea in this little resort, and um, there. So the resort was built just specifically for tourists. And if you know anything about North Korea, it's very impoverished and um, this little village was, was, I mean, just to put it in perspective with the coronavirus, they just had their first positive case and they shot and killed the guy. Oh, wow. So, I mean, that's kind of not surprising, but yeah. So to get to this resort, you have to drive through the North Korean countryside and they were still using oxen. They don't have the equipment, but next to the tourist village, there was a, actual village that the people lived in and it was down a little bit lower we were up on a hill and there was this little monument there i don't know what the monument was but if you stood up on the monument which was up on a hill you could look down into the apartment building that the people were living in and the place was awful it looked like like chernobyl like it looked like a bombed out concrete building and there was this rusty old playground that the kids were playing on we were fascinated by this so we're we're taking pictures which, you, you know, you're not supposed to take pictures of the people in North Korea. But there was a monument there. So we were pretending to take pictures of the monument, even though we were standing, like, right in front of it. We were taking oh, pictures wow. of the village, actually. And there was a guard over there who kind of didn't like what we were doing. A whistle. And then started waving this orange flag. And then there was a guard behind us who, when he did that, he did the same thing. And so we've got guards in two directions, like, blowing whistles and waving a flag at us and they had they had guns on them and stuff and they kind of like that's what i mean by being aggressive so did they put their hands on you no they didn't we just left i think it was more of a warning it was freaky yeah although it became much freakier sneak a phone in or something too no i didn't you you were allowed to take pictures there just Uh only at certain times and of only certain places um and I don't want to admit to anything else that I took pictures of in case there's North Koreans out there. Anywho, but so that I thought that was the end of the story, but actually a couple, maybe three or four weeks after that, mm-hmm. at the same place, they actually shot and killed a South Korean tourist. Oh my gosh. Yeah, they apparently she wandered off where she wasn't, or who knows what actually happened, but they shot and killed her and they halted the tours. This was, I think, 2008. Yeah, that sounds. Or two thousand. Right. Yeah, two thousand eight. Yeah. I remember because I you had a you wrote a really big blog post about this whole. Yeah. Uh, Jake had quite the experience in North and South Korea, really. Yeah, it's very very interesting. So that might be the most unusual thing yeah, about me. That is, I yeah, definitely that would surprise me. <laughs> so that is interesting. Um. In since this is a Utah type based podcast, I'm I'm interested in what is your favorite restaurant in the state, and what is your favorite bar. So my favorite restaurant there are two. I live in St. George, so one would be Benj's. Oh yeah, Thai food. That's really really good. And the other, a new, a newer place in St. George, is called Red Fort. It's Indian food, oh, and it's really good. I believe Indian sounds really good right now. I believe the owner is related, or there's a connection with 
Bombay House up here oh, in yum. Salt Lake. So now I want Indian food. Those would be my two favorite. Well, and also I think Pastry Pub in Cedar City would be my other favorite. I don't get there very often because I... Do you have a favorite up in the Salt Lake Valley? That's a good question. I haven't lived... I, it's been a while since this is probably here. Well, I... I do like Old Spaghetti Factory do for you? some weird reason, like the spumoni they give you at the end. There's in there. Yeah, like I get it. Get to eat dinner in a trolley car and it's awesome. Really, I haven't been to a Spaghetti Factory in ages. The one at Trolley Square. That one, I love. I do like one. it. Maybe that's not the most distinguished answer. It's not, but the other your other question, like my bar. favorite bar, I don't drink. Yeah, um, and I don't go to bars anymore. But but back in the day, a lot of good memories at Port of Call. Uh, there, there was no doubt by far and away the best. And now they replaced it with the ugliest building in the estate. Uh, that building's actually growing on me. Is it's it? The, yeah, the Ew, new. No. It's the courthouse, right? Yeah. That's what they put there. I don't like it. It looked like the Borg. <laughs> but it, it's it's unique enough that I think, well, it's different. Yeah, it's kind of growing maybe on that's me. What I, they were going for. I'm not happy that they tore Port down to build it, though. Because no, even if I, you know, Port was like an institution. It was, I could I could go to Port right now, even though I don't drink, and yeah, I'd, same I'd be here. happy. Like I seriously, I could go to Port. They actually had really good Diet Coke at Port. Like I ask me how I know, but they they had three different floors at Port. Actually, four towards the end. But yeah, that was just nuts. They had a normal like a yeah sports bar. When you walk in, it was it's like just cheers. Kind of, yeah, when you walk in, it's more like you know the the main floor was just had tables and booths and stuff. You the main floor food. was Cheers. Yeah, and then below that was the sports yeah, bar with which games is where my favorite place to hang out was was the sports bar. The third floor was the balcony. The third floor was like they had the balcony and then it and they kind added. Of, they added a dance floor like, like a club at some yeah. point oh it was totally clubby all in the same it was it was, it was crazy it was but it was awesome and like when you know i mean i i am not i am not on the bar scene anymore myself either but i i've heard that there are some pretty fun bars now downtown that would be interesting to check out but Mostly, I would go for the food, like because I, like I actually really like bar food. Yeah, that might be an idea. Yeah, because I feel like if I could go to a bar and drink coffee, that'd be kind of cool. They do it. Oh, remember Beer Shaggy? Hive remember Shaggy's them. Living Room? <laughs> yeah, I just like the name of that place because it was Shaggy's. 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 Uh huh. Uh huh. That's a Shaggy. <laughs> Say it wasn't me. Wasn't me. They call me Mister Boombastic. <laughs> Okay, what are five do's for someone visiting Utah for the first time? Five things to do. Five things to do in Utah. Wow, that's Utah's such a wide-ranging state. So I'm going to probably... I said five things. I think I might mix things up a little bit. Because if you came to Salt Lake, you'd have to go to Temple Square. Oh, yeah. That's as far as recognizable landmark... Well, and it's That's pretty it. interesting. Well, the grounds are awesome. They're beautiful. Especially if it's Christmas time and everything's lit up. Yeah. I think Temple Square would be a good one. Isn't it closed now? Um, yeah. I'm told that for Christmas, they will still have lights and stuff, but 
Temple Square itself is not going to be as accessible. Well, either way, you got to see it. And then also uh, an unpopular opinion would be the Great Salt Lake. I think the Great Salt Lake's awesome. Like, would you drive out to Antelope Island, like Spiral Jetty? If you had the time, yeah, if you had the time, uh, Antelope Island would be my first choice. Maybe the Spiral Jetty would be the second. Spiral Jetty is cool because then you can see Golden Spike, which Mm -hmm. is a very underrated place, in my opinion. It's very interesting there. And if you like photography, which I do, Great Salt Lake is a very, very good subject. But even if you just had no time at all, even if you go out to Saltaire, Mm -hmm. I think that's still kind of cool. You can walk out. It's cool to walk out on the Great Salt Lake if you can get past the mud and the brine flies. Because you get in the water and you just keep walking. You just keep going and going and going. It's so shallow. And then if you can get deep enough, you can float in it. So here's something for your G Wiz files. I have never been to Antelope Island. What? I have lived. And you grew up in Farmington. I did. I grew up less than an hour away. You've never been to Antelope no. Island. So wow. we should probably do that at Let's some point. Let's do an episode out we, there. We could do a remote. <laughs> we could. I, Antelope Island's pretty I mean, interesting. I've seen pictures. And Just don't go in the middle of the summer, though, no. because they've got bug problem. Yeah, I've heard. But like, it's like you go out there, it takes 40 minutes to an hour, I think, from the mainland. Yeah. But you're kind of in the middle of, I feel like you're in the middle of Wild West or something. There's just like like the, what do you call the, the frontier? Yeah. I feel like you're in the frontier. Maybe maybe that'll have it's to really be cool. one of our Sunday drive activities. Yep, do it. So what's that, two? You wanted five? I want five. All right. Well, I'm a big desert fan. So the area around Moab, I'm just going to include all of Moab. Okay. Arches, Canyonlands. Dead Horse Point. Very pretty. That would be three. And then the other corner where I live in St. George with Zion. Mm-hmm. Or as they say in Utah, Zions. Yeah. It, there's no S on Zion Park. Right. Zion National it's Park. It's called Zion National Park, yeah. which is crowded. It's completely crowded all the time. It is. But still, you still, it's still worth the trip. And you can go to parts of zion which aren't the main canyon that right. nobody goes to right so how many is that four mm-hmm. one more one more how about i throw something really weird out there okay but the town of helper i'm fascinated by the town of helper didn't you just buy a house in helper i do own a house in helper and i'm not saying this because i have a financial interest in it but it's the other way around i was fascinated by the place and decided i want I want something to do with this community. I actually think Helper, like Price, Helper, those little mining towns. I think they're so, there's something about it that I just, Mining I towns, like yeah. I think for us in Utah, because we don't have a lot of them. No. Most of our towns were agricultural and they're kind of built right. with all the straight line, straight street grids. Right. Same sort of formula. The mining towns and the mining towns always brought different people. Right. So for Helper, I think. And we really need to get someone from Helper on the show, like the mayor or something. We but should. the history is fascinating. The at one point there was hundreds of languages spoken. Huh. Just there. with the railroad. Yeah. Right in And it's there, not yeah. because it's a mining town either, just because of that. But the area around it is spectacular. And I remember as a kid I never really thought that because yeah. Helper was just the place you drove through right. to get to Moab, which was really spectacular. But Helper, if you just go there and look at it, there's cliffs around you and mountains and the sun shines on the yeah on the cliff and it just turns golden 
Curtis and I uh, did a little road trip a few months ago to, uh, we wanted to go down to Vernal and back. Oh yeah, Vernal's a good... It was really cool. Like, I've never been in that part of the, like, I've never paid attention to that part of the state. And it was actually really cool. Now, Curtis, for his work, has to go there like once a month. And it's a long, long drive for him, but... It's kind of it was kind of fun to just kind of take that all in, and Dinosaur Colorado is just right across the border. Yeah, Vernal's kind of like it's kind of like Moab light. Light. It looks like Moab in some ways. In some ways, except no beautiful red rocks, really. No, they do. You well, go. They're, maybe they're not red. Yeah. Yellow. Yeah. How come that never? Uh, every place in Utah that has a red rock has things named after I red know, rocks, but the yellow rock never took off. I know that's really sad. There should be a yellow rock drive in Helper. Do it, Jake. Let's see if I get that pole. Get that. Get that pole. All right, and last question: What is your favorite thing about Utah? Well, my favorite thing about Utah is definitely the scenery. And the diversity of the scenery. Because there's other states that have what we have. We have mountains. And there's mountains in other states. Yeah. We have desert. And there's red rock desert in other states. But we have it all. And mm-hmm. you can see it all within a short amount of within time. Within five hours. I usually. mean, I love, like, the the red rock desert of Utah, for some reason, I feel like I it clears my head whenever I go there. I think yeah. of things I don't otherwise think of. It's so quiet, kind of an underrated aspect of of the wilderness. You go out there, it's just you don't hear any noise of anything human caused, which right. you can't do in every state. And there's certain places where you can be on a top of a mountain and you can look in all directions and you can't see anything man-made. You can't do that in every state. And it's just spectacular beauty. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. And that's our show for today. Thanks for listening. Thanks for thanks for giving me this wonderful interview, Jake. It was very informative. You are a very good question answerer. Asker. Hey, question thank asker. You. I've never been told that. Thank you very much, Jake. <laughs> and we'll see you next time on Utah AF Podcast. If you're not already following us, we're on Instagram at Utah underscore AF. F as in Frank. And on Twitter, we are at Utah underscore AF is our Twitter handle. Um, We'd love to have you follow us and tweet us with anything you'd like us to talk about. Give us some subject and we'll, we'll go there. And if you have a really interesting question about Utah that you want answered, post it and we might, we might answer it on air. Oh yeah, definitely. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next time.